0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, The Sustainable Table, Business Leaders Talk Welfare. My name is Elissa Lane, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Global Food Partners. On this podcast, we interview thought leaders in the fields of cage-free and other sustainability, responsible sourcing, and welfare initiatives. We are so excited to have with us today Christine Wen from Compass Group in China. As many of you know, Compass Group is the world's largest food service company operating around the globe and in various Asian markets. Compass Group announced a few years ago a global cage-free policy and is working to implement the policy in Asia. Christine is the Director of Procurement and Sustainable Sourcing at Compass Group China based in Shanghai. We've been working with Christine and her team over the past year and a half or so on developing the company's cage-free implementation roadmap and starting to implement in China. Welcome to the podcast, Christine. We are so happy to have you.
1: Good morning. Hi, Alyssa. So
0: we have a few questions for you. First, can you tell us about yourself, a little okay. bit about, about yourself and your path to get to this role as Director of Procurement for Compass Group China?
1: Okay. I'm the current uh, procurement and supply chain director in Compass China. I've been with Compass for more than three years. And uh, before joining Compass, I was working for a biggest uh, chain restaurant company in China. And before that, I was working for the more automotive industry as a supply chain manager as well. So in my working experiences, I'm always in the roles of uh, supply chain management, uh, procurement, sourcing, and uh, you know all the relative functions. Okay, hey, thanks. Interesting.
0: And for this cage-free commitment, we mentioned that Compass Group has a two thousand twenty-five deadline, and it's a global policy implementing in Asia as well. Why is this cage-free commitment in- important for you, not just globally but specifically for your company in China?
1: Well, we heard about this uh, uh, cage-free egg in the first time. Actually, we have. No idea what it is. And we did spend a lot of time to study what cage-free ed is, what it's about, what the project means to us. And then gradually get more and more ideas and understandings, and the way to drive it in China. I think globally, we made such a commitment because Compass China is a very responsible company to not only the shareholder but also the whole society. We want a more sustainable way to grow together with our partners, with our clients, with our friends. And so it's not only... Business In Europe, in America, but also global business. So we made a commitment that by a certain by year 2025, we're going to implement this uh, cage-free egg policy um, all over Asia. So China is, uh, of course, a part of Asia and uh, we are part of this uh, commitment as well. That's why I said uh, for the society and for the commitment uh, by the group, we are all eligible to get this project being done by the commitment date.
0: Great. Yeah, it's great to see Compass Group doing this in China as well. We know we're hearing a lot more about consumer demand increasing in China for cage-free eggs and this movement really taking off there. It's great that you're you're leading this in the country. Can you share a bit about what you and your team have done so far to make progress on this commitment? Because I know it's not always easy to do in markets in Asia, Mm -hmm. including in China.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right that it's not an easy job here to have a cage free project being implemented because, as mentioned before, that it's a brand new idea to most of Asian people. So we uh, spend a lot of time not only within the procurement team, but also organize a certain training through the assistance of a partner company that uh, a lot of different uh, functions like sales, operators, uh, manual engineering people, or even the public, I mean, the uh, people public uh, relationship department people to understand what this project is about, what it is, cage-free egg, what's different from cage-free egg with the local egg, uh, local traditional eggs. So that takes a, a really a long time for us to gradually educate our people to understand what the project is about. And then gradually transfer this message to some of our clients and have clients and their, their people to understand what this project is about. And then uh, have kind of uh, acceptance or understandings to do this project together with Compass. So, and I think a very big part of this project for us is to, first of all, educate, education and the, and the trainings to the, Uh, relative people to let them accept this idea, to understand this idea, and uh, then help us together to carry out this uh, project. And of course, we have also, you know, to make it more obvious, uh, we put it into the company slogan in the company website, K3X. We always mention about this uh, in some of those uh, top uh, management meetings not only uh, purchasing department, but also the other function head or the MDs, FDs, understand what it is about, how we should commit to our society and to the group, how we uh, should work together to push uh, this project. So this is uh, why we spend quite a lot of time in the very beginning to let them graduate understand that. And uh, the meanwhile, I think uh, GFP company has also helped us uh, to set up a roadmap for us to think within a certain period, like two or three years, we can have a true implementation of this project from the point of uh, capacity, supply chain, from the cost control or the everything, from different uh, ways to look into this project and give us a more clear idea how to implement a cage-free uh, project. Not only, you know, it's a, no longer a concept, it's more like a true way to carry this out.
0: Great. Yeah, we had a lot of fun working with you and your team and suppliers on the training and the roadmap. And we hope that it can be implemented successfully and we, we get cost savings as well. Good, and good quality cage-free eggs in China. So yeah. looking forward to implementation over the next couple of years. So you have your roadmap and you've done staff training what would you say have been the top two challenges for you and for your team as you work on this cage-free policy in China specifically?
1: I think the top challenges still the cost itself. We all understand to have a cage-free environment for the chicken that we have to invest more on the facility, on the labor resources, on everything. So therefore, no wonder there's a, it's more cost relative, so that the egg could be more expensive than the other eggs, for sure. Therefore, in such an environment, I mean, the economic situation here today, that uh, nobody can ignore the cost impact to us, especially egg is one of the favorite food for our menu. Therefore, so I think the the biggest challenge for a um, catering service company is uh, how we absorb this additional cost, fulfill our budget. Fulfill the requirement of sustainability and also serve our client, uh, within their demand. So this is the biggest challenge. I mean, cost is you no know, the topic that we can avoid, and we we cannot avoid at all. And the second challenge is uh, the overall supply chain, our availability of h uh, cage free egg. I still remember in the very beginning when I first contact with this project, the first challenge is. Do China have enough eggs to support it? Does China have enough people to uh, raise cage-free eggs, to supply cage-free eggs, and to support all our demand? Because it's not only Compass China, but we know a lot of uh, uh, other companies uh, are also part of, involved in this project. So their demand could be similar or even bigger. So overall, this is a big project. Second challenge is, wow, everybody wants a cage-free egg. Does the market support our demand and provide enough capacity to us? And can this cage-free egg be transported to every corner of the nation? Because we may have stores here and there, all over China? So can it be supplied, you know, national-wise? So this is the two biggest challenges so far. However, I still think among the two, the first one is the biggest one still.
0: Yeah, you're not alone. We hear that a lot from companies, both food service and hospitality companies and others. Price, for sure, is one of the challenges, Uh, although there are ways we can get that cost down, and availability, like you said, being able to deliver and have the logistics to deliver eggs nationwide, especially in such a big country like China. What uh, prices... Or, what increase are you typically seeing for cage free now in China? Can the prices change?
1: Yeah. In the very beginning, I think it could be two or three times more expensive than regular egg. But about one or two years ago, I think we have more people being part of it. I mean, the upstream companies. So, more companies start to uh, develop this business. Uh, Industrial wise, we have more solutions. So I think uh, we saw a good chance that the cost could be dramatically dropped, maybe down to fifty percent only, higher than the regular eggs. So we are still uh, working or working together with all the people, and uh, we are expecting something more closer to the regular egg to make it a more like affordable product to us. Therefore, it will be easier, much easier for us to you know to let more people eat fish-free egg.
0: I agree, agree, yeah, the price the coming price. down from 100 or 200% more to around 50 is much more feasible for companies who right. want cage 3 but even lower will be even more feasible for companies. Sure. sure. It to be able to offer these more sustainable products to clients?
1: Right. If we want a true implementation, I mean, the cost is must be the first condition for sure.
0: Yes. And... So we understand why this is important for Compass Group, you know, as a socially responsible company to be moving from cage to cage-free eggs and to offer that higher welfare product. Now, a more personal question for you is why is this important to you as a person? Not necessarily for Compass Group, but personally for you. Okay.
1: I think that this is a progress for me. I mean, I have experienced uh, different uh, stages myself. In the very beginning, like most of people that I don't, I have no idea what it is about and how we can have a cage-free, how we can have animal welfare, you know, uh, protections in China because people are still, you know, struggling in the way of uh, making our own life better, how we have additional idea for animals. But but very, within a very short period. On one side, I think I have more understanding of how cage free is? How those uh, chicks or uh, parents can live more happily within that in- new environment? What kind of uh, different uh, eggs they could deliver to us? Well, on the other side, I also saw a lot of solutions. How make it chew And but most important is that I think uh, I did see a good trend in the people here. I mean, the, among the, the crowds around me, I. Even it's uh, maybe a small community, but I've seen a lot of things that where our young people have been educated to more a more sustainable growth or a more environment friendly uh, solutions. They are more caring about the uh, environment, about animals, about uh, people, not only people, I mean the human, but also every living around us. I think this is a very, very good trend in China that the young generations, they have grown up in a very different mindset and that they want something healthier. They want something more friendly to the environment
0: as well. Yeah, and can tell with working with you over the past years that it's something you care about. You know, like you said, it's not just a job for you. So can tell, you know, it's been really nice to work with you as someone who truly cares about this and the well-being of animals and the environment and this isn't just a task to check off the list, but that you're personally invested as well. So it's been really nice to work with you and your team and people who really care about this.
1: Yeah. I hope more people can care. It's maybe a little love, but share a little bit cares and the loves of people around you, of the animals around you, of the environment around you. I think it will be maybe a little behavior for us, but it be, we hope
0: It'll be a big contribution after the accumulative uh, efforts of all. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's good to have people like you leading these types of initiatives and setting a good example for others, not just tech companies, but friends, family, and society as a whole. Right. Um, So a few more questions. What would make you happy to see with Cage Free Eggs and Compass Group 12 months from now? So let's say we're November 2024. What would make you happy to have happened yeah. in case the Exit Compass Group?
1: Um, well, I mean, that, uh, we have lots of uh, trainings and discussions internally already. And if I could see something happening in uh, the coming 12 months, I'll be really happy. I mean, to see a two Purchasing and using of K3S here or there, even though it's a, maybe a small start with a few uh, units, with a few uh, campers. I mean, that will be very, very cheering because we can see the results. We can see the uh, progress. We can see the acceptance of, uh, you know, people. And, uh, no, that'd be really uh, cheering to the whole team because we know that we are not working alone. And, you know, push it by our own. But uh, we having more people to join us, to join this project, to make it uh, come true one day.
0: Yeah. Thank you for Thank sharing you that. that. Let's say someone is starting to work on this topic in China. Someone is leading procurement, working with suppliers and trying to implement their cage-free policy in China. What is one Piece of advice you would give to this person?
1: I would say, don't think it's a difficult task. How When I start to feel this is a feasible project, is what they are to tell me that it's not that difficult to raise a cage free egg or a cage free hen. No, and he showed me a lot of good examples of you know, how the industry has gradually developed their way to raise kid-free egg in China. I mean, it looks more feasible. So if I should give some advice to other people, I would tell them that, well, don't think it's a, it's a job, it's a task. Don't think it's something difficult or unfeasible. Think it's feasible. Think it will really come true. How come? Because you are not the only person. We have a lot of people like you, me, or Jaya, or Lisa, they are working on this project. We have a lot of uh, people I know that in this industry, they start to really develop their own facilities for cage-free eggs and uh, start to help with the cost or with the supply chain to provide solutions to, to us. So I think it's a more feasible thing. Once you make it a feasible idea, I mean, people have more confident confidence in this project. I think they will have more willingness to drive, to lead this project instead of, uh, you know, be afraid of it or try to hide away from it. So if I could give any advice, I would say, I will tell them that, uh, well, guy, make it easy. It's not a, such difficult thing. It's something you should share with. It's a good thing. It's a very meaningful thing uh, to the society and it's something feasible.
0: Very well said. Beautifully said. Thank you for that. And... Our last question is a question that we ask all of our guests. It is not related to cage-free, but it is a fun question for you to answer. Uh-huh. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? I think it's
1: one day, I mean, Ajaya showed me a picture of what really cage-free egg, the environment of a cage-free egg, uh, all those uh, chickens as they are living around. On one side, he told me, he showed me the difference between a uh, regular egg and, and the cage free. And that's very impressive. I mean, that people understand in a social, under the current uh, technology uh, basis, that we raise uh, chickens, we raise eggs with lots of uh, high technical technologies. However, they are very cost effective, uh, for sure. But, you know, the environment is really not what we could imagine. It's totally out of people's mind. But once we go back to a more comfortable environment, and it's something we could make it chew, and then still cost the you know effective solution to the market for eggs. well, but people are cheating differently. I mean the chickens have been cheating differently, totally differently they are more living happily and uh, raise a happy eggs to us. Why not we try something different so yeah. Yeah, this is the best idea I have been provided. So, and then I really think very differently on this project.
0: Yeah, thank you. Again, it's really great to be able to work with someone like you and to have you an example in the food industry as someone who really, truly cares about this issue, not just a a job, a task, but someone who is personally invested and wants to see these changes in society. So, Thank you so much, Christine, for coming on the show, and we're really excited to continue working with you and your team on cage-free implementation in China. It's been really great to hear from you and to get your thoughts and advice for others who are in your position working on this in China. To be notified of our latest episodes, don't forget to subscribe to Everything Cage-Free Asia and Beyond podcast, wherever you get your podcast such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube Podcasts, and more. Thank you again, Christine. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and see you soon. See you. Thank you.